You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. Assalamu alaikum everybody. Welcome to Radio Ramadan and it's uh, in conversation with. Today the theme is to do with migrant families. So uh, in South Asian migrants to the UK after 1947 came from different countries and for different reasons. To escape civil war, to seek better econ- economic opportunities and to join peop- uh, family members already settled here. In spite of facing discrimination in Britain, these migrants have settled in the UK and through their struggles and for workers' rights and civil rights, many have contributed to the political, economic and social life of the UK. Many South Asian migrants came to the UK post-1947 after the partition of India and Pakistan. They came for different reasons. Today, alhamdulillah, we've been blessed with the couple of Uncle Shasab and uh, his wife Auntie Sabira, well known to many people in the community, particularly in the West End, and particularly those that have been here since uh, the late 60s onwards. And uh, alhamdulillah, I've been joined by my wife Lubna today to help uh, co-host and co-present. Uh, and inshallah, the questions will be coming both in English as well as in Urdu. Uh, alhamdulillah, uh, Shasab uh, can answer as in English, but I'm sure he will drift into Urdu at his convenience. And to prevent any mass embarrassment on air, alhamdulillah, I've got my wife to ask the question largely in Urdu for auntie. So there's going to be a bit of uh, English and Urdu. Uh, I'll keep my Urdu to a minimum uh, to avoid uh, my basity and the basity of uh, the language itself. Uh, and without further ado, uh, first question is for Shasab, inshallah, uh, for auntie afterwards. I want you to tell us a bit about <coughs> when you were born, uh, not well, you would remember when you were born, but where you were born and your early... Uh, uh, life uh, growing up uh, before you moved over uh, to join us uh, or to join uh, to move over to the UK Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim well I was born in Kashmir uh, the place is called Rajauri which is uh, an Indian occupation now the one thing that came to my mind straight away is that despite, mashallah, uh, Shasab's uh, seniority, he came over in 1977, which actually isn't as early as I thought. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I expected him to have come in the 60s, so it was, very, it was enlightening for me because uh, some people may know, some people may not know that uh, my dad was uh, Shasab's doctor, in fact, doctor for the whole family uh, until he retired uh, a few years ago. So our families know each other for, for pretty much 40 years uh, so um, that for me, this was actually new information in terms of when he came over. And it just shows you, despite having a connection or a friendship uh, for 40 years, you can still learn something new uh, at this stage. Uh, and uh, obviously, they had very contrasting experiences in life before they came uh, to the UK. Uh, Lubna, your thoughts so far? It just makes me feel that uh, the struggle they've been through, especially Uncle, when he mentioned that they lived in the jungles, uh, during the time of partition, I can see Uncle in tears. Uh, so just imagine um, the greatness of that situation and, uh, and, and the lessons they've learned from that. It's a tremendous experience they've uh, gone through and uh, something similar to probably what the Prophet, uh, peace be upon him, went through as well and uh, just make, makes them to reflect um, uh, on his life as well. I think. Okay, very good. So, uh, Uncle, just in those, obviously, Auntie joined you in 1980 from what we picked up in the discussion during the break. 
when you first came to the UK and, and subsequently to Glasgow, tell me a bit about the people you met uh, and the type of relationship you formed with them and uh, how was it those first few years just uh, just before Auntie came, but also in those first year of years when you and you, the family were establishing themselves in Glasgow? Uh, well, <clears throat> before I came to Glasgow, I um, had my own business in Pakistan. Mm -hmm. um, what do you call uh, a medical store? Mm -hmm. I did um, a course. Uh, at that time, it was called, you know, a dispenser course, mm -hmm. one year in, in Pakistan. Mm -hmm. um, then I opened a shop, a you know, medical store, and I ran this uh, medical store for, uh, for eight years, mm -hmm. eight years, when I came here. So I was uh, earning my living there, good, but um, it is, you know, decision from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that I had to come here. Uh, first, uh, when I came, I was not settled for a few months. Mm -hmm. uh, I was thinking to go, go back as soon as possible, you know. Because, um, uh, well, because I was earning there mm -hmm. my living and there was no difficulty. I had my own house and uh, so, but uh, when we start working and uh, in the community and um, the people were um, very good, the community were, and the people, um, uh, we were living together as a community and um, people were looking after me as well. And uh, I met, you know, your father, Dr. Saab, and some other people. And slowly and slowly, you know, I settled here. And then in 1979, um, I went for the first time, I went for Hajj. Um, one of my friends uh, is still alive. May Allah give him health. His uh, name is uh, um, Hanif Siddiqui, Muhammad Hanif Siddiqui. He was my friend and his uncle came from Pakistan and he was going for Hajj and he uh, offered me to go uh, with his uncle for Hajj. And uh, living in Pakistan, uh, we, we could never think of, you know, going Hajj. Uh, so soon, um, it made it, it might took you know many years after. But I was very happy, and I went uh, for for the first time uh, in 1979. The people here were cooperative, good. Uh, I made friends in a you know very short time. And slowly and slowly I got settled here. Um, and then after I, had, I, I went to Pakistan and then uh, meanwhile my family uh, had got the visa and all uh, children except one, um, they were uh, ready and I brought them with me in June 19, 
family joined me here in 1980. Okay. Last one. So, Auntie, I would like to ask you that when you came to the first time in the UK, how did you feel about it? It was good. It was good. क्योंकि फैमिली पहले बच्चे जो हैं मेरे पास होते थे और फिर इधर आके भी शासन भी थे तो ये है ना कि फिर दोनों पेरेंट्स साथ हों तो फिर बच्चों के लिए जरा आसानी माँ के लिए होती है तो ये है कि ढाई तीन साल मैं मैं अकेली रही उधर बच्चों के साथ तो हम जेल में हमारा अपना घर था अकेली रहती थी तो अल्हम्दुलिल्ला� और फिर जब इधर आए तो फिर छोटे-छोटे थे मेरा फैसला आप करने देखा वो तो छोटा था खलील छोटा था मिल से बड़ा वो भी इधर आके मैंने नर्सरी में डाला और यहाँ बस कोई और इतनी मुश्किलात तो नहीं हुई लेकिन ये था कि पाकिस्तान को भी ज़ायरा मिस करते हैं अपने बयान में यूँ कर सब तो फिर यहाँ हम ग्रांड स्ट्रीट में रहते थे तो घर बड़ा पुराना था और वहाँ से हम पानी छत से बराबर आता था जब भी बारिश होती तो फिर मेरी सेहत जरा ख़राब होना शुरू हो गई जैसे ना डंड की वजह से ये आसमा वगैरह ये वहाँ शुरू हो गया तो फिर इस वजह से लेकिन बच्चों के लिए ये है कि बच्चे ज़ायरा याद बहुत याद आती थी जेल में हाँ बहुत ज़्यादा और वो बहुत अच्छा मेरे साथ यानी उनका मेरे साथ बैठना उठना और बहुत मेरे बच्चों तक भी ख्याल करती थी जी जी अभी भी कांटेक्ट में हैं हाँ बिल्कुल जब भी मैं जेल में जाती हूँ तो उनके साथ कुछ के साथ हो जाती है मुलाकात कुछ के साथ पे नहीं शरारती थे बहुत जैसे ना बहुत शरारतें करते थे और काफी लोगों ने कहा कि आपके इंशा सब के बच्चे बहुत शरारती हैं मैंने सुनने में आती रहती थी रोजाना बातें वाले लेकिन अल्लाह ने तुफीक दी और अल्लाह ने हिम्मत दी तो बच्चों को भी समझ दी लेकिन मेरे लिए वो अच्छा था कि लोग कहते थे और मैं ज़्यादा फिर शार हो जाती थी कि इनको मैं समझाऊँ जरा तो मेरा ज़मीन भी अल्हम्दुलिल्लाह ये बात आप कह रहे हैं जहलम में जो नहीं इधर जब आके काफी मशहूर हो गया कि बच्चे बड़ी चराती हैं सुनने में बातें आती हैं बच्चे ये चराती हैं और ये वो तो चले तो बच्चे बच्चे ही होते हैं ज़ाहिर है तो चले बच्चे भी जल्दी सेटल हो गए यहाँ पे बच्चे हो गए सेटल फिर मेरी बेटी फरजाना ये और जुनैद इनको लैंग्वेज स्कूल में डाल दिया तो उबैदुर रहमान जो बड़ा है फिर उसको आते भी फिर कॉलेज चले लैंग्वेज सीखा उसने ज़बान सीखी फिर अल्हम्दुलिल्लाह फिर साथ साथ कुरान का भी रहा कि आफ़ज़ बन गए कितने बच्चे हुफ़ाज़ हैं आपके जी कितने बच्चे हुफ़ाज़ हैं मेरा बड़ा बेटा है उबैदुर रहमान अच्छा खैर साहब का तो पता ही है ये भी हाफ़ज़ हैं तो बड़ा बेटा हाफ़ज़ है और उबैद का बेटा बड़ा वो भी अल्लाह का शुक्र है हाफ़ज़ है 
دوسرا بھی ہو رہا ہے الحمد للہ اور عبید کے بھی دوسرے بچے جو ہیں چھوٹا والا ایک منیب میرا خیال ہے دس بارہ سپار اس نے کر لی ہیں اور اس سے چھوٹا جو ہے بیس بیس سپار ماشاء اللہ تو میری بیٹی کا بیٹا بھی حسان نام ہے وہ بھی قرآن حفظ کر رہے ہیں بائیس میں سپارے پہ الحمد تو یہ بچے بس یہ دعائی ہوتی تھی یا اللہ بچے تو ہیں میرے شرارتی یا اللہ ان کو نیک کر دے بس شرارتی تھے لیکن اب تو مثال بن گئے جی الحمد للہ مثال بن گئے الحمد کے بچے اللہ کا شکر ہے جمیل جب ادھر پیدا ہوا تو پھر تھوڑی مشکل ہوئی مجھے کہ کوئی اپنا تھا ہی نہیں تو جب پھر پاکستان میں یا انڈیا میں آپ کو پتہ ہے کس طرح ہوتے ہیں نا بچے ہوتے ہیں پھر ماں جو ہے اس کو ماں کو ریسٹ کرواتے ہیں کوئی ریسٹ نہیں کچھ نہیں موسم موسم کیسا لگا موسم بہت ٹھنڈا جی ابھی تو یوز تو ہو گئی جی عادت تو ہو گئی الحمد للہ ابھی تو پاکستان گرمی لگتی تو یہ ہے کہ اللہ کا شکر ہے مشکلات آتی بھی نہیں ہے لیکن الحمد للہ اللہ کا نام لے کے کچھ ہٹ بھی جاتی رہی ہیں یہ اللہ کی مہربانی ہے اللہ نے بچے دیے تو اللہ ان کو دیکھ کرے بس ہماری دعائی ہے اب ہماری مصروفیات جو ہیں وہ یہاں آتے ہی ہمارا پہلے ادھر پاکستان میں ہم درس پہ جاتے تھے اجتماع ہوتا تھا ویکلی یہاں آتے ہوئے وہ مجھے بہت لگا کہ یہاں کوئی درس ورس نہیں ہوتا اجتماع نہیں کچھ نہیں میں ان کے پیچھے پڑی رہتی تھی پھر اللہ کا شکر ہے پھر یہاں ہم نے مسجد میں ہم نے شروع کروا دیا مدرسے وغیرہ تھے جب آپ یہاں پہ آئے اور بچوں کو داخلہ کیا لنڈن بھیج دیا بڑے والے کو برمی گام اس نے وہاں جا کے تو اپنا جنید اور زیا چھوٹا ان کو بھی ہم نے ایک دفعہ بھیجا تھا چھٹیوں میں نا اچھا قرآن بالکل صحیح پڑھ کے آؤ نا تو وہاں چھٹیاں میں یہ گئے تو یہ مانچسٹر گئے تھے کسی وقت آپ کو ایسے لگا کہ آپ غیر ملک میں ہیں اور اگر بچے یہاں کا جو کلچر ہے اگر وہ اپنا لیں تو کیا کریں گے بالکل بالکل ہر وقت بچے اسکول سے دیر سے آئے گا تو میں ہمارا مکان اوپر ہوتا تھا میں ادھر کھڑکی میں ادھر دیکھتی رہتی تھی پھر ان کی اصل میں پتہ نہیں کیا کہ بچے آتے تھے میں ان کے بیگ وغیرہ کھول کے دیکھ لیتی تھی کہ کوئی تو آپ چیک کر لیتے تھے روزانہ کسی قسم کا کوئی لیٹر وغیرہ یا کچھ اس طرح کا تو نہیں پڑھا اندر تو ہمیشہ کا یہ ڈر تھا کہ ڈر تو تھا ایک اور بات کہ جب بھی بچے اب تو وہ ہوتا ہی نہیں ہمارے بچوں کے لیے بڑا اللہ نے فضل کیا ہوا تھا کہ یہاں مسلم لوگ جو تھے نا وہ انہوں نے کیمپنگ بہت اس ٹائم کرتے تھے اچھا اچھا تو شاہ صاحب جدھر مرضی ہوں میں بچوں کو لے کے چلی جاتی تھی اچھا اچھا کیمپ میں لے کے چلی جاتی تھی اور وہاں جا کے بچے سیکھتے تھے اچھا تو تھوڑے دن کے لیے آپ باہر چلے جاتے تھے ایسے ہر سال ہر سال کیمپنگ ہوتی تھی بچوں کی اچھا چلی جاتی تھی میں لے کے صرف مسلمان بچے سارے ہمارے اللہ تعالیٰ اس کو جنت فردوس میں جگہ تھا فرمائے اپنا عمران کھانڈ ہوتا تھا ان کا انچارج ہوتا تھا پھر میری بیٹی بھی تھوڑی دیر انچارج رہی اللہ کا شکر ہے پھر اس طرف بچوں کو 
Uh, just, uh, and just to kind of indicate how things were back uh, early in the 80s, uh, obviously people came with different backgrounds, had different skill sets, and obviously could do different, uh, different things. And a lot of the community was about helping each other, almost like an old-fashioned bartering style, and to help each other get established and be able to get on with life initially. And uh, I, uh, whilst I knew that uh, Shasab uh, was the one who had shaved my head when, when I was born, did my atika, I wasn't privy to the fact uh, that uh, um, uh, that my dad was the one who did a circumcision for Jamil. Ask me, got one over Jamil on air. Uh, who's uh, Jamil and I are a very similar age. Uh, so it just shows that back then people did things for each other to help each other kind of get through the necessities uh, of life. These are obviously seen as uh, somewhat necessities or the the rights of uh, Muslim children. So alhamdulillah, those type of things existed back then, and because of that, alhamdulillah, now we have more established services in place and we have people to go to to help us with things. We've obviously touched upon the kind of the early years as uh, the children came over and how mum experienced things and how obviously she was aware of the reputation that our children were developing for themselves. But alhamdulillah, the focus was obviously a, a strong emphasis on Dean and we can see from the number of Hufad that have been uh, coming from the family and still are coming from the family, alhamdulillah. And we also are aware that uh, uh, Jamil himself uh, has become expert in Tajweed uh, and uh, is, a, is a qari for all intents and purposes. But I want to ask, as your grandchildren are now coming in, what are your thoughts on the importance of them getting educated, not only from the dean side, but also from getting educated in terms of secular studies as well? Is it important? Should they be pursuing it? Yes, it's very important. And uh, they are pursuing it as well. Mm -hmm. We are happy mm -hmm. that uh, they are not wasting time. Mm -hmm. they, they are going to the schools, uh, universities and <coughs> my uh, grandson, three grandsons, you know, um, half of Obed's sons, mm -hmm. alhamdulillah. Yeah, they, 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 you know, Hamad is a and he has done BDS. So he's going to start work in, in uh, August.
they are doing hifaz on one side they are uh, alhamdulillah they are religious and they are educated educated as well naim the naim junaid san is a hafiz and he has been um, uh, two weeks two weeks ago he graduated in, in it الحمدللہ So, my sons uh, educated as, as well so uh, i'm happy no no complaint alhamdulillah after now alhamdulillah sirf ye main kehna chahti hu ki ye sara kuch jo hai allah ki dehan hai bas insaan ki koi himmat nahi hoti thodi thodi koshish karta rehta hai ki allah ka aasan hai allah ne diya hai phir usi ka shukar hum ada karte hain allah taala the credit really the credit goes to And as a result of it, maybe one, one of the parents had to commit to that. And that obviously meant the other parent had to take care of what was going on at home. And uh, the proof of the pudding is manifested or is realized 30, 40 years down the line when you start seeing the children settle and the grandchildren coming through. And you see those etiquettes and those values being sustained uh, in the subsequent generations. And I think that's a good indicator of the fact that such a setup actually worked. People might talk about... Uh, having both parents going out to work and obviously the circumstances uh, evolve as, as the cha- situations change around us but one should never be ashamed of recognizing the traditional roles that mothers and fathers had in the 70s and the 80s because if it hadn't been then we would not be able to tell us uh, have our success stories that we live today alhamdulillah i'm aware that three minutes are are cut, uh, are to go i was just wondering just as we can also bringing things to this uh, modern era uh, do you what are your thoughts on how the community is and how the community is going uh, particularly locally in glasgow given that this is obviously a local radio station you've been involved with glasgow for 40 years now alhamdulillah obviously allowing for your gap in london alhamdulillah well the community is uh, in glasgow mashallah 
<coughs> very good cooperative people and uh, working for the whole community at large alhamdulillah mm -hmm. um, we are not segregated uh, only you know muslims together and, and not the non muslims we we have <coughs> many programs uh, for the non muslims as well in our mos mos mosques we have you know uh, mosque open days and we invite the people and we introduce islam to uh, to the <coughs> community at large as well but so, so far as uh, the muslim community you know uh, is concerned we are uh, we are you know together in most of the uh, work in most of the the things <coughs> we have to do together we are together and uh, uh, we sit together the ulama in in glasgow we are able to sit together all the the sections together and uh, there is no enmity or there is no such difference that we speak uh, on the stage or on the member against one another no there is no such situation in in glasgow especially uh, alhamdulillah okay. and people appreciate this throughout the country and throughout you know uh, outside as well when we go to pakistan people ask us uh, well uh, you have created a very good good situation alhamdulillah uh, muslim are together in all the matters we, we sit together and discuss and you know we are together alhamdulillah no, no such difference as we see in, in many areas alhamdulillah so we're coming up to the last 30 seconds i've received a whatsapp message from jamil from qatar who says give his salams to parents and to everyone and so does idris i know they're joining us on the 21st uh, and we're coming to the countdown any final words Lufna, before we go off oh, literally <laughs> अपने बच्चे पा रही हैं बड़े कर रही हैं वो उनके अपने वो उनके फ्रेंड्स देखें कि किस तरह के फ्रेंड्स जो होते हैं ना बहुत असर करता है बहुत असर तो सोसाइटी हां तो बस बच्चों को आराम से प्यार से पूछते रहे कौन-कौन दोस्त है कौन है है ना तो उसके बाद फिर मेरा ख्याल है कि रास्ता माँ ही फिर समिति है ना कहती है कि वैस तरह चीज ब्रांड बनाना इस तरह यानी हम मुसलमान हैं और तो ये नहीं कि दूसरों को बिल्कुल ही जो दूसरे लोग हैं यानी उनको निगलेट कर लेने सब के साथ हेलो हाई तो होनी चाहिए लेकिन ये है कि बिल्कुल दोस्ती जो है देख के अपने अच्छे दोस्त बनाएं so for the children you know most of the dangerous thing is that they they could be involved in drugs and things like that yeah, so yeah. this is very important to see for the parents mm -hmm. uh, that their children are not going uh, to 
uh, this side at all and they should look after them okay. very carefully okay so obviously no matter how old uh, people become their care concern for children and subsequent children the that message never uh, lessons and that's uh, wise words to end on. Love any final words before we go off? It's just that there's a um, last 10 nights of Ramadan that's going on, Alhamdulillah. So um, I would like to request Uncle and Auntie as well to please remember us in their prayers. Sure. And uh, all the elderly people out there in Glasgow, um, please do remember us in our prayers. Mm. And uh, may Allah, uh, inshallah, help us all uh, achieve the Laylatul Qadr. Inshallah, and hopefully this uh, in conversation which is a bit different to other ones in that we've got alhamdulillah very blessed uh, I won't say elderly, but senior couple uh, in terms of sharing their wisdom. And obviously many of these themes that have come through will resonate in many of our own homes as our own elderly, uh, not elderly, but our own relatives, shall we say. Uh, parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles will also share many of these experiences. Assalamu alaikum from myself and everyone else here on air. For more information and to listen to more podcasts, visit us at arc.score or check out the Arc Media app.